1: From the Michelob Ultra Studios, kpn HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis, this is TMA All Day.
2: Yes! Oh
3: Bill! Paul, you got a pen? Sure, thank you. Settle in, Doug. The sounds of summer
4: 2002
3: a long way from summer 2024 that's all i know that i'm not happy about it. four months from now we'll be in march won't be summer We'll at the picnic table mm. <laughs> <sighs> i'm trying to figure out what to do with the spring training thing i mean we can't do the picnic table anymore excuse me while i write a check for advertising <laughs> And I wrote March as the date because I was thinking, isn't it amazing <laughs> how that works? Isn't that amazing how that works? Yeah.
1: The they mind. don't want anything to do with us down there around that picnic table? No,
3: I don't. But, you know, now spring break's become a thing, now that I have tykes in that school-age thing. I'm like, I want to go. And then I look at just going for, like, ten days in Jupiter. At that time, and it's just, it's so ridiculously expensive. It's insane.
4: I guess that would technically be in season for South Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: We're in season right now. Yeah, big time. But absolutely, after the holidays, the people who own homes are already down there, but Mm -hmm. the people from the Northeast. Yeah, especially spring break times, too. My wife has a uh, significant birthday in February, and then. Got spring break and mid-March, and then my sister's getting married in Hilton Head at the end of March as well. Doug, while I am obviously very well healed, you know what I say, especially to my wife? Hey, woman, it doesn't grow on trees. I'm in there busting my ass on HD two every day, and on for an hour on middays on HD one.
1: Why don't you let your your wife and your kids pay for
3: their own trip down there?
1: That's what I said! You pay your way; they pay
0: theirs. Thank you. You tell, fair, yeah, tell the right? six-year-old, hey, we'll meet you out there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Couldn't get you on the same flight, but
3: thank you. Buy
0: your own. Good flight. for you guys. Think Good you for get you. that?
4: Pass through Congress. <laughs> the look of roller eyes, actually. Wouldn't even be entertained
1: by it. Roll her eyes. Sounds like they're... a story your great-grandfather might tell you. Yeah, when I was six, he used to make me work in the mill, pay my own way to school.
4: Yeah, Mills. We would love to have Mills. Yeah. You had Mills? <laughs> I'm
3: telling you. Uh, hey, uh, Doug, uh, Mad Dog's not happy with a well-known broadcaster. Uh, here it is. Take a listen, okay.
2: Uh, Gus Johnson, the hype machine that he is. Please, when you broadcast the ball game, I don't need to hear about Maserati Marvin. Uh, number one, and number two, that's not the greatest rivalry in sports history. Have you heard of the Yankees and the Red Sox, Giants and the Dodgers? Have you heard? How about Bears-Packers? Have you heard about that? <laughs> crying out loud! D- don't don't put Michigan and Ohio State. It's not even better than North Carolina Duke, who play twice a year. So let's so let's be careful with the hype machine. Uh, that bothered the hell out of me. Chris, they're playing once a year, both undefeated, with 100,000 people in the building. That rivalry is not Yankees-Red Sox. Sorry. It's not Yankees-Red Sox. They play 100 times a year. They play a 1,000 times a year. You've said it yourself. Enough already. And that's not Yankees-Red Sox. Sox. Sorry. No, that is, to compare Michigan or Ohio State college football to Yankees and the Red Sox is a little... Is, I'm not fine.
0: Dude, the Giants one, the and
2: Dodgers are... Doug,
4: say? I knew you were going to say something. The clip ended right
2: you faded there. faded out the audio on it.
4: I did. I actually
3: adjusted my headphones. oh, I guess I must have yeah. just got my
4: headphones. Well, if they cut off mid-sentence, the best way
0: to combat that is fade out. The Giants and Dodgers are not a top-ten rivalry. I don't get why he brought that one up. I don't think a professional sport can have the same
4: level of rivalry that college
3: sports can achieve. million
0: percent agree with that. I think I it can,
3: but I don't know if you really can during the regular season. I think the Yankees and Red Sox, because of how many times they met in the postseason, Doug, was it 99, 2003, 2004? And you had the way know, that it sure. ended in 2003 with Boone's home run, and then the Yankees blowing the 3-0 lead against the Red Sox before they came and skull-pounded the Cardinals in the World Series in 2004 but i think i also think there is a more primal element to college rivalries in general including basketball that does not exist in professional sports
4: that and that is kind of where i'm at with it where it's like i know some about like the tradition the so many years of michigan ohio state or Duke, mm-hmm. north carolina and it feels like tim said more primal whereas professional sports like The rivalries that I like in press sports is like when teams get in fights, and then the next time they play, it's like super chippy and physical. Like, that's that I like, that's more organic, but that's not long-withstanding rivalries. I can tell like you something
3: if up. Missouri and Kansas would have been like what they were for that one brief moment in 2007, um, for decades in football, Missouri-Kansas would be one of the best rivalries in all of sports because it actually is rooted in the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, Alabama and Auburn's is, is I think, kind of like if Missouri State all of a sudden became a force. You know, Auburn was Missouri State and right. Alabama. And I guess Alabamas were the, the wealthy people of the early 20th century in, um, after the Civil War went, and then Auburn was kind of a farming school uh, for agriculture majors. So... You know, each one of these rivalries actually has some historical context to it. But then what winds up happening in 2023, it just winds up, oh, who are, who are the teams who are good? And then do they play each other multiple years with a lot on the line? But there may not be history involved. So I don't know what would be an example of, of that. Uh, it recently in college football, I suppose Alabama-Clemson at mm, the time. Yeah. But, you know, there wasn't like a history between Clemson and Alabama.
4: It just became they were the two best teams for a period of time. Yeah, I don't know what the new one would be. I guess we'll see some new ones since conferences are being yeah. flipped on their heads. Yeah, you want to talk about Missouri and Penn State? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know that there's
1: a better rivalry than Ohio State-Michigan.
4: Right, I mean, yeah. It's
1: right near the top, I would think.
4: Duke, North Carolina, and Michigan-Ohio State, to me, are one and two. I don't know. Auburn, Alabama's. Yeah, I mean it's it's really. That's worldly. That's a year round. I, I mean,
3: I think Ohio State, Michigan. I I agree, and yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that those aren't, but I think if if you go biggest rivalry, I mean, what comes to mind for me is Auburn, Alabama. But yeah. I also here's the other thing, Russo. You might not be aware of this because it's tough to tell if he has a dialect. He's from the Northeast.
1: I, yeah, I can tell.
3: <laughs> <So> you, <laughs> yes,
1: Packers and Bears. <laughs> Packers and Bears. <laughs>
3: uh college football in the northeast right is not exactly you know it's like talking about the blue stanley cup run to somebody in birmingham it isn't necessarily going to really resonate so it just kind of depends college football in the northeast even though missouri is going to get to experience it yes. next year yes. with uh, hosting boston college and then three weeks later traveling to amherst uh it's usually not as big of a deal but missouri could get a preview of the boston college umass showdown and uh, and really be able to speak on that, and that'll be fun.
1: And if you're in SEC territory, you probably don't care much about the Yankee-Red Sox rivalry.
4: No, as much as Sunday Night Baseball really wants you to.
1: But Ohio State-Michigan, that's two big states playing once a year, and a lot of times what happens in that game affects people all over the country, yeah, depending on what team they're rooting for.
4: Right, and they play in two of the biggest stadiums in all of the world. Yeah,
1: they've turned out tons of pro players have legendary coaches and I think that one's hard to top
4: yeah once a year as opposed to like Duke Duke North Carolina which is twice a year and like the angry caller on Mad Dog Show was saying the you the Red Sox in the same division they play a lot Yeah, they do so it was I guess
0: in the playoffs it probably is
4: Cardinals and Cubs whoa there's two teams that just don't like each other see
0: (laughs) I I like the USC Notre Dame and I don't know if that's a rivalry though like I I love it's a rivalry yeah, they play every year. I love the game, the atmosphere. I, yeah, I just think college just brings out that you know that fandom that mm-hmm. most professional sports doesn't really have a lot of. You it's like the a
1: rivalry like Alabama Auburn where they burn down one another's trees? <laughs> yeah,
0: like every like everything matters, and it's a little college town. It's not like a major no. city for the most part. It's just
1: yeah. They didn't burn down the tree. They poisoned it. Right? They poisoned yeah, it. Yeah, Allen Dayville yeah.
3: mm-hmm. was the guy who did it.
1: Poisoned the tree.
3: I think he meant Josh Jacobs. He tweeted the Cardinals were still interested in Cease. That's from Tristan Walls.
4: Interested, though. Like, Who's Josh Jacobs? He was the running back for the Raiders, was he not? <laughs> He's yeah. monitoring the Cardinals. Times <laughs> are tough. Very much into it. That running back situation in the NFL is really starting to turn. You get franchise tagged, and then you start covering baseball. Yeah.
3: I'm reading that in the in the YouTube chat. I just went and browsed and dug. Is it Tristan Walls or is it Wells? Tristan Walls.
0: I, I if there, are there reporters? Like, can you just buy a check mark and like say you're a reporter? These guys yes. are throwing insight that nobody else has. These guys aren't going to beat the Ken Rosenthal to a story. They're just I don't know what.
1: Maybe we should try that with you. We'll buy you a check, mark Yeah. and we can say ambiguous things like the Cardinals are interested in or the yeah, Cardinals. Karen
3: Atkins is Card- reporting the Cardinals are interested in Dylan
0: Cease. Cardinals have sniffed around some off, other starting pitchers. Start off with hashtag hot stove talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make sure it's up yeah. there in your timeline. Show me Tony has caught the attention of the Cardinals.
4: That's <laughs> perfect because your, your yeah. profile picture is you interviewing Wayno. Uh, right. Yeah, so you got the credibility right in there, a t-shirt blog. with a
0: Western hat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: like
3: uh, Ken fells in the YouTube chat saying, let's turn Plowsy into a baseball insider so you have support from a world should, champion. And we'll come we can, up with sentences that you ca- can use.
4: <laughs> What's understated is Michael Walker is covering his I face, think <laughs> face. <laughs> with yeah, copy paper. The Cardinals want <laughs> us back there.
1: Why? I bring the noticed, hard-hitting journalism. The Cardinals have noticed Mike Trout and what he's done with the Angels. <laughs> have I,
4: and then Just
0: end every tweet with the eye emoji, and mm. you are golden. Moselock is in agreement that Shohei Otani would help <laughs> the <this> organization <laughs> get to the playoffs. It has legs. It's like five bucks a month. Yeah. The understand?
1: Cardinals may kick the tires on some nice. new outfielders.
4: I like this. Showing interest. And then, like, some some... <laughs> Little town gets you on to cover, like on the radio show. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Darren Atkins joins us. He's I a baseball insider. Yeah, he's with 1057 HD2 in St. Louis. And Darren, you are hearing some things regarding the Cardinals. What are you hearing?
0: I'm hearing that they might be interested in Dylan Cease. And also, reports are stating that Shohei Otani and Lars Newtbar did play on the same team in the World Baseball. Oh. Sounds like they're close
1: to getting totty. oh, yeah. oh.
0: Yeah, We're Circle thinking, the wagon. Oh. Mm-hmm. Follow oh. this uh, report for more uh, stories. <laughs> right. I think it would be fun. Talti did it, and, God, he's yeah. an everyday guy on Fine Ball he writing is, books. Man. He's writing
1: books left and right. And now people are paying him 100 bucks or so to come on their radio station for five minutes.
3: Okay I guess we ought to do this, little cottage sure, industry. We should.
0: Yeah. Eye emojis and threads. You mm-hmm. could oh, have, like, this. an AI bot. You put, in, you put in key off-season mm-hmm. hot stove talk words. Right. And you could probably generate 50 or 60 tweets from that. I think so. Type in different players' names. They were really impressed with how Shohei Otani looked at the plate last year. Corey <laughs> <laughs> Seeger has St. Louis connections. <laughs> you can always find some connection. He oh, flew over the place. Plan, where <laughs> Scherzer, who mm-hmm. went to Columbia. Right. I'm hearing well, from a neighbor. I don't know why we don't do this. Of Corey Seager, that he said Saint Louis right. does have some well, pretty you can't good T-Rabs. Yeah,
1: you, know, you can do this without even lying about. I heard it from a neighbor. You just say ambiguous things that are going to be true, <laughs> and you tie it to the Cardinals, and it sounds like they're coming here.
0: Right.
4: Interest, like interest. Mm-hmm. That's that's
0: uh, the. Dylan Cease is on the trade block, and the Cardinals are in need of another starting pitcher. Right. Follow this thread for more stories. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I like this. Zach like this is our heart.
1: industry. The Cardinals like strikeout pitchers. Can you connect the dots? <laughs> I can.
3: Well, it's quite an industry, and we're excited about being a part of it. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to make sure I do it, nice. and I'm going to get to it now. Yeah. It's time for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Welcome to November 30th, brother. And JV Golf Coach, five wins for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the month standings in Blueberry Pop Pop. Five wins for the email of the month standings Jackson are both in the filtered file.
4: Indeed, indeed.
3: Bill, 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 bill. Hey Doug. Yeah. What's a guy with a monster-sized crank hat for breakfast? Well, today I had a bowl of oatmeal. But this email isn't about sophomore humor. It's about my sophomore year in Fry Cook School. That, that, right there. Did anybody else notice how smoothly Tim blended that transition? It's one of the reasons why he's the best on HD2 radio. Now to the sex. My buddy Gus was having a heck of a time getting through Journalism 101, so he signed up for extra credit. He couldn't make his last class, so I went as his proxy. I knew the tutor came to play when I saw his vintage Crestwood Elementary sweatshirt. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I hope your buddy Gus told you the dealio So take off your clothes. He spun me around and wrapped his naked arms and legs around me and held me snug. Then he covered us both with Watson oil. You not know that what uh, Florence Henderson would use? Yeah.
1: I forget the jingle.
3: Watsonality? Yeah. Fried chicken in the oven is a delight. Fried like- chicken
1: in the oven is a treat. Is that like butch that was wax? Shake and bake.
3: No. <laughs> like butch
1: Something wax. Something has a certain Watson
3: Werewolf. It. Before I knew it, I was his Demi Moore and he was my Patrick Swayze. And that is the story of the first time I got a foot job Ew. covering both with my salty man chowder. So miles long.
4: I didn't mean to kink shame. Miles <laughs> long. Long. <laughs> new. That one I think you can say. <laughs>
3: And, Young, it would be during that rivalry discussion that Pot Roast would cut off Plow or Tim and say, Well, I watched UCLA and USC. I don't know why more people aren't talking about that one. And they go into some take about Caleb Williams for the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> bitch about Russo. Bitch about Gus Johnson. And then dovetail it into it was dinned in with Chrissy girl. <laughs> I'll be back, so stay tuned. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Henschen. Brian uh, Henschen jackson at the beginning of the show you said you like it short and quick not what you said last night that's from lord of my parents basement lord of my parents basement (laughs) i've never been disappointed in jackson before oh i've been disappointed in jackson before absolutely i have on many occasions never to this extent yesterday i penned a wonderful email about steers bulls straight men with large penis fetishes (laughs) Nate Hobgood-Chittick, Van Earl Wright, the Chicago BBC, the TMA Hog Off, and hard deadlines that have little upside. Only for it not to be read because Jackson was dying to get down the hall to spit hot takes about the NBA in-season tournament. Part of Jackson's job is to help Tim manage the clock. When Tim is stuck in a loop, rehashing the state of the cardinal rotation for the 10th time this week, instead of just sitting there twirling your Ace Ventura hair, you can act like a man and cut Tim off to let him know we need to get on with it, mother effer, because Blueberry Pop Pop wrote an effing novel of an email begging to be November Listener of the Month. Now I concur Pop Pop would be a fitting choice for the arbitrary monthly award. But when you have him pulling out all the stops on top of the consistently great but lengthy Gunter and JV golf coach, not to mention Kevin Miller, Tunnels Talty, and number one Asian intern, ASMR Ting Ting, you need to start reading emails earlier than 953. God forbid a Hall of Famer comes out of retirement and some fresh blood writes a decent email. I wanted to address StrodeFest 2024, headlined by the Foo Fighters, the Cure and Pearl Jam, and ponder how a guy who needs help logging into his email... (laughs) and prematurely ended his mayoral campaign once it became clear he needed to complete forms and stuff could possibly procure the permits, insurance, sponsorships and investment capital necessary to afford just those three headlining acts each of which would command a seven-figure guarantee but instead I'm just going to ponder why I waste time each morning breaking down the nitwittery of a moronic HD2 radio show by composing an email that ultimately may not be read Doug, that's from Blop. Uh, I like that. Suck. Whoa. He's new. It must be Ken. TSD. But I was waiting on the wing for the smell of stale smoke to waft into the studio as pot roast, inexplicably jealous of the let's make plowsy a fake reporter bit, struts in to make it about himself. Well, you know, I could be a fake porn reporter. I'll do anything for Hubbard, and even though they didn't ask for this, I'll let them pay for me to fly out to Vegas and troll for fake porn news. Anyway, did you guys hear about my idea for a music festival? Pete, hey, Pete, what's that, Jackson? Who the hell is that? Anyway, figure out the logistics for me. I'd rate that hijacking as a 4 out of 10. Thanks, and Young. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, a.k.a. S M R Ting Ting, now editing emails for length. Uh,
4: Brian Henson, point two Brian Henson's email <clears throat> reminds me of a comment I saw on Buck Swope's post yesterday Where he <laughs> referred to me as the artist Occasionally known as Rick And I oh. thought that was really funny <laughs> That's, not bad. Yeah.
1: That's not bad
3: And ladies and gentlemen Now our two who are tied For the month of November okay. Going heads up right here Hey guys Hey guys a week ago, against the counsel of basically everyone, I publicly convinced on, confessed on air that Hubbard gave me that hard-earned raise. Parlay that with what it's, what's it called? That 401K or something. I don't really know. Seems like EI to me, and I just can't believe that it's come to this. That's right. You part-time slut. My chair is finally yours. I am leaving TMA to focus full-time on KenFest. A multi million dollar rock music festival coming to the Arch Grounds in the summer of 2024 that I'm going to put together, even though I couldn't handle the heavy workload of doing a 20 minute podcast talking about what I ate for dinner the night before (laughs) and then pissing all over the seating floor in the station bathroom. (laughs) You may be wondering why would the Foo Fighters, Pearl Jam, The Cure, and a handful of other of the biggest names in the world come to the muddy taint of the Midwest, oh. and how exactly do I plan on raising the capital for this? Well, when they find out the guy putting the festival together is the guy who made Mickey Mantle and Lady Gaga cry and thrice did illicit drugs, and drugs in a hot tub with a piano-playing lounge singer, you got to think they'll all provide their services pro bono. So if six or seven of you unhappily married, grotesque basement amoebas can emerge from your solo cuddle puddles and come on up to the station, I have a racially insensitive bikini t-shirt, six boxes of learned memorabilia, a trench coat that smells like a dead fish's wet fart a laptop that hasn't been opened since Lady Gaga's former makeup artist gifted it to me, and a closet's worth of bowling shirts that my boss threw in the dumpster in between closing million-dollar deals to pack into the car I commandeered from a sponsor who's either too nice to ask for it back or realize it smells like the inside of Rhonda's on page now. I want to thank all the listeners who have tirelessly ridiculed me, filleted me, and rainbow-painted my bedroom sink over the years. If you need me, I'll be in Gillstrap or SGO Kai's Live. Or you can DM me on my fan page burner account. <laughs> or be sure to check me out on Cameo, where I'll be doing special St. Nick's Cucks now through December 6th, with a portion of the proceeds going to Matt Rocchio. Yo, Pop, pop. Y'all want to come over here? <laughs> Doug, gets blueberry pop, pop. Blueberry pop, pop. And now, for the win. Uh, dear Deidre, after repeated warnings to focus on my duties as a husband and father, my wife discovered that I have been secretly writing emails to an obscure radio show that broadcasts out of a tiny blue bunker. <laughs> it's true. I have an email fetish. The tricky part is that most of my correspondence features homoerotic stories about grown men standing spread eagle who take turns entering each other in public restrooms and my wife doesn't think it's amusing. How do I tell her she's overreacting without calling her crazy? Because she's definitely the crazy one. I merely write these incredibly detailed stories about gay sex as a goof. Do you know how hard it is to explain to your life partner, the woman you share a bidet with, that you're not a closeted gay man? It's difficult when she catches you writing sentences like, "He caressed my hernia scar with one hand and picked the lint from my belly button with his other." He must have been a plumber because he easily unclogged my muddy pipe with his tool. Oh. My wife and I are both 39 years old. We started dating at university and have been together for two decades. But now all I can think about is a pale, 25-year-old slick-back jean shallot-style hairdo. <laughs> I constantly daydream about ripping his laser cap off with my teeth and running my fingers through his buttery golden wisps.
1: Oh, my goodness.
3: What's more, all of the hosts on this radio show are delicious little snacks just begging to be tasted. I'd give anything to be reincarnated as a maple long john so I could experience what it's like to be inside of Darren, the diminutive Dandy. My wife is always nagging and saying stupid stuff like, I don't care if it's a special live QFTA. Put down (laughs) your phone and pay attention to your family. Deidre... Do you have any support packs for wives of men who daydream about tongue-kissing a 115-pound pothead? Help her understand that I'm just fooling around when I write things like, If you touch it, he will crown. Eek. Doug, that's from the JV Golf Coach. And that's what we have for the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Show me what you got, little mama. Show me what you got, little lady. Show me what you got. Eh. There were were some good
4: ones,
1: but I I felt like the best was blueberry pop-pop.
4: Oh, boy. <clears throat> what a big uh Yeah, you've never had this kind me. of responsibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're saying, what is the best email today? The best email today was Blueberry Pop Pop. Is that your vote? That's my vote.
3: Blueberry Pop Pop has just won the month of November for the
4: Design Air Heating and Cooling email
3: of the month. Okay. Unbelievable. And now, does that put him in position to win the Milagro Tequila Lister of the month? My vote's li- uh, the lipstick Glass again. But... You vote for her every month. <laughs> <laughs> but does that mean Blueberry Pop Pop is going to be a favorite to win the Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month and then be entered to win the Milagro Tequila Lister of the Year at the Year-End Awards at Hot Shots in Webster Groves at 7 p.m. on December 14th.
4: Mm. Hey, you know, the recency bias thing is real. <laughs> yeah, it is. The most recent winner is going to be right top of your Bo
3: head. I worry Bo the Heisman Trophy when he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> He'll be working here in no time. Yeah, Blueberry Papa Pop will be a coworker, Doug. We should be. Yeah, KG's already
1: full time, or seems like it. My hard. seat's getting hot. Yeah.
3: hot seat season.
1: Well, then we just make more seats. It's we can fit nine, nine or ten people yeah. in here on this I could,
4: show. I could, I could squeeze about three more people in my uh, little booth. He can sit on my lap. Oh. Mm. Or she. It might be a she. Ooh. Yeah, it could be.
1: Yeah, or someone non-binary.
4: They. Thank you. No, sorry.
3: Congratulations to Blueberry Pop Pop. You have won the Design Air Heating and Cooling Email Hour of the Month for the month of November. Uh, Jackson and I are going to head down the hallway, Doug, and we'll deal with it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Come and get your whooping. Go into the uh, YouTube chat. Just go to 101 ESPN on YouTube, and now you're watching the show, and you can uh, talk it over. Tiny pee-pees in there. A lot of people are in there now. They all come in to
4: see Jackson's new hair. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. They're buzzing. And what do we have coming up here?
4: Uh, thoroughfare Thursday. Oh, yeah, Doug. Oh, gosh. Just a lot <laughs> going on in the world of sports, especially local. So uh, we'll break it all down, and uh, we encourage the listeners to text on in or in, write yeah. in the YouTube chat. Sure. And if they have an idea or a topic they want to talk about, feel free to shoot yeah, it on it's over. it's a thoroughfare. you are going to
1: keep an eye on which goalie leaves the ice first if <laughs> practice. Right. Oh, a-
3: Binner looks like, huh? Oh.
1: Whoa, okay. you have to say it like
3: that too. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, hey. the boys.
1: oh, look at that. Why, why would the starting goalie have to leave the ice first? <laughs> How much longer are they going to be on the ice? Five minutes? <laughs> that five minute rest is the difference between starting and playing 60 minutes or not playing at all. Get off the <laughs> really? ice first.
3: That's right. Okay. I'll be there tonight. Doug, are you going to go the game tonight? I'm not going tonight. I'll be there tonight. Buffalo Sabres. All right, uh, Jackson, I'm going to head down the hallway for a balloon party. We'll deal with it. Go to the uh, 101 ESPN YouTube chat and have some fun with Tiny Pee-Pee. He runs things in there. For the plow, for Town for Action Jackson, filling in for the vacationing, uh, Ken Strode, for Remember That Kevin, for Douglas Elvin Vaughn. I'm Tim McKernan, and this has been TMA, presented by Brown and Krupp and from the Michelob Ultra Studios.